Welcome back to another episode of Ready Comics Roll, and if you enjoy what you're listening to, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. I'm Gym Leader John. I'm Pokemaniac Mike. I'm Ace Trainer Anthony, and joining us today is special guest... Uh, Professor Ash. That's right, trainers. Today we're going to be discussing Pokemon. Ah, uh, Pokemon. I look at it this way. If uh, you're... Uh, Pokemon has kind of gone over such a wide range of time. Uh, I remember playing the game all the way back in, what, middle school for us? Um, what was it? They just had their 25th anniversary? Was it 25th? Something like that. I want to say it was 20... Because I, I know I feel old, but I want Pokemon to feel just as old as me. Right. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm kind of referring to, is the fact that Pokemon is kind of... I remember being in school... Uh, not just the playing on my Game Boy, but also some people with uh, Pokemon cards and stuff like that. And people were saying, this is a fad, it's going to die out quick. Oh, yeah. And how long has this game carried on and grown to where it is? It's as, as, as iconic as Mario Brothers for Nintendo itself. And we don't even have to feel like we're weirdos because we still play it. Because there's plenty of old people who still play Pokemon. Thanks for putting the creep on it, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I was say, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of guys that like like My Little Pony. That doesn't necessarily make it right either. <laughs> don't bring up brownies. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. Don't kink shame. Unless kink shaming is your kink shame. It is. It really is. <laughs> but, so... What I think it's come down to is with, with it being such that wide range of, you know, years that we've kind of really dealt with this. Uh, we, we've seen the game transition from where it was all the way back in the, the single color, you know, black and white Game Boy style to stuff to all the way where we're at where it's Pokemon. You mean that off green color? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> off I, green and black. I, I mostly played it on my, uh, the came the Game Boy uh, Ice. Okay, so it had the actual like grayscales instead yeah. of uh, instead of that. But uh, either way, the game has kind of transitioned from all the way back then to what it is now, going through its generations of Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap, going all the way to having you know your handheld game right at the fingertips of your phone. Um, I know me, like I said, I've been playing it for a really long time through multiple generations. Um, even when I didn't get a hold of one generation, with the fact that they've Tr you know, kind of revamped and re-made uh, um, some of the games. I've been able to kind of re-go back and play some of those. Well, I, I, I had the I had the um, the issue of I got a Game Gear when the Game Boy Color came out, so I skipped one of the best games that ever came out from the Pokemon generation, which was Gold and Silver. I completely skipped that until I was. That's you why know, you're doing it wrong. Well, I, it was much. It was much later on that I got a Game Boy Color, picked up. Uh, I think I picked up Silver and finally played. But. Right, but um, Ash, what about you? When, when did you decide to start getting into Pokemon? Oh, I was, oh, I was six years old, I think. Um, my first Pokemon game was actually Pokemon Crystal, despite the fact I was actually born in 1995, so um, <laughs> I missed I missed the initial craziness of Pokemon. But it's like what you guys were saying; it never went away. Really, it was always kind of this cultural phenomenon. Um, I was six years old. I was playing uh, my friend's old copy of Pokemon Crystal because he got a Game Boy Advance, and he gave me his Game Boy Color with Pokemon Crystal in it, and I just remember immediately falling in love with it. Um, and just being so captured by the world and, and the Pokemon themselves and everything about the game. And I immediately fell in love with it. And I've played every uh, Pokemon game since, uh, even a lot of the spinoff games. So I got a question with uh, you getting into it in Crystal. Uh, do you remember your first playthrough, like what you picked the first time you had your starter? Yeah, I picked Chikorita. And I distinctly remember going, oh, that one's the cutest, and then picking Chikorita. <laughs> Um, now looking back, I'm like, why did I pick Chikorita when Cyndaquil is right there? But yeah, <laughs> very true, very true. I, I think everyone had their their likes and dislikes about through the the many generations that there are of Pokemon for starters. Through through the generations, my main my main rule has always been go water or go home. <laughs> Squirtle was my Squirtle was my favorite from you know blue. red red and blue. Um, 
I actually really do still love Totodile. Like, I don't know why, even with Cyndaquil. Like, Cyndaquil was a phenomenal Pokemon, but I just love Totodile. And then in the later versions, they started making the, they started trying to make the water Pokemon less, like, optimal. Even as going as far with the, the latest generation with the, uh, water fairy Pokemon whose name I cannot remember for the life. It's broken. Fairy is broken, but I still don't like that Pokemon because it looks hideous. It's supposed to look cute. It's hideous. It's absolutely hideous. That's fine. That's, this, is, this is exactly why we always say Mike is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't really say anything because no, because that I was also the first generation. Of, he wouldn't or, uh, play a water Pokemon. I, we actually both picked grass with our starters that generation. You no, know, in the very beginning, my first Pokemon that I ever played with went back all the way. No, in no, no, I'm Blue. talking. I'm talking about in um, the most recent. Version. Oh, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we, well, bo- we both picked up that Grass Ghost Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was going to say, my, my first iteration, I, of course, jumped on the board for Charmander. But then, my second playthrough, I played Squirtle. So, it was just like one or the other. But, but, but nobody picks both. I mean, unless you really want the easiest version of the game. I tried to make sure to have all the starters at one point. Yeah, I did the same thing. Austin actually went on Bulbasaur. Which is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and... In my playthrough of in my playthrough of Fire Red, because that was how that was really how I experienced Kanto. What I picked Bulbasaur. Ah, uh, easy mode. Hey, you know what? Whatever <laughs> anybody wants to go with. I don't like Charmander, so you got your first couple of gems like really, really good and everything like that. But you didn't have to deal with the the angsty teen of Charmander. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like I said, personally, Squirtle for me was the, the way to go. But I like Turtles. That's why I had to go with, that's why, that's why I had to go with Squirtle. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, actually, that's, that's what's, what really funny is, I, I pick up the red version, cause, uh, my favorite color is red, and that's what, what, how we picked that out. <laughs> and then, uh, my brother is the one that got blue version, but the funny thing is, he picked Charmander, and I picked Squirtle, so we did completely, like, opposite. Yeah. Which, See, <laughs> I got red version as well, but I did it because I wanted my Arcanine. It had absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> That was the thing. And that's the other reason why I never chose Charmander, because I'm like, I have a fire Pokemon that I know I want. I'm going to get that guy. Arcanine was back in the day. Yeah. Arcanine still is. Pseudo legendary awesomeness, crazy lion, tiger, hound. Yeah, I think he was like the original pseudo legendary alongside Dragonite. Yeah, absolutely. No. Personally, like, that, that is one thing that I probably have on any team going through any generation is an Arcanine. Um, so it, I mean, he, I, I, I know, I know me and me and you have that one, that one thing in common, John, we both still love Arcanine, like regardless of where we, where we're at in generations, we get an Arcanine. Right. But, uh, going through the generations, asked it, do you have a favorite generation, uh, while you were kind of experiencing this throughout? Probably generation four, uh, with Sinnoh. That was the one where I kind of really, really got into it. Um, and, and even though I, Crystal was my first game, and I did play Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, that was the first one where it was like, wow, I really, really, really love Pokemon. And it was the first game I, like, saved up for with allowance and all that stuff. So, yeah, it, it's probably Generation 4 for me. Uh, I, I would have to say, for me, uh, I, I definitely went with Silver and Gold. Even though I played Red and uh, Red and Blue, my favorite one was Silver and Gold, just because, like, the expanse on everything. So Yeah, and I, I would have to say my favorite is going to be Gen 1, Red. But as far as you want to talk about, like, instead of objectively and almost factually, I would almost have to agree with you on uh, Gold and Silver, just because of the fact that, yes, you had two regions. You got to go through so much. You had the, the, the introduction of the night and day cycle and how you can actually catch Pokemon according to night and day. There was just so much innovation from the, the first gen to the second gen that it's... it's that we still don't actually see in some of the more recent games. Exactly. That, that's kind of some of the reasons why Silver and Gold were my favorite. Um, just like you were saying, the Expanse, everything going through. I, I liked the carry-on for the story, seeing where kind of Red and Blue ended up. Um, and then I was fighting them. <laughs> yeah, and I was always a, a Blue fan. Um, when either reading the manga or playing out the game or anything like Put that. Put respect on his name. It's Gary. No, it's not. It's blue. It's Gary. That's the it's reason why it's Gary. I'm giving him respect because I'm naming him by his <laughs> real name and not the TV show. Like, not. It's not real. It's not real. <laughs> Gary's not real. It's canon. And just like I'm it's, sorry, it's Ash, canon. but 
other ash is not real. Red is, <laughs> red is real. <laughs> I'm just making sure that's known. I, I will say that, like, when I talk about Generation 4, I'm also coupling in uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which I still to this day think are the best Pokemon games. Despite my, like, affini- See, affinity go. for the Sinnoh region, I think Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Are the best Pokemon We're, games? I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with any of that. Like I still you can't. I, I've won. No, thank I, you. <laughs> yeah, like I said, Silver, this gold, is the first time. It's a fact. Silver, yeah. gold, and crystal factually are like the best games. My thing is, is I go back and I I play Gen One games, the actual Gen One, like Red, Blue, and Yellow. Eh, yellow to a small. I on, just yeah, downloaded good. them. Well, not just. I, what was it? A year <laughs> and a half yeah, ago. Because they now release silver and gold on the the uh, on the DS. And yeah, yeah I, I downloaded those and played those. Um, but uh, I did the Mugler. I go back and do yeah. red and blue because I liked the old uh, speed equals crit. <laughs> I like being able to break the game by just playing a Persian. Oh yeah, that fun system before they really knew what they were doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I have to. I actually have to give props to probably the 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 one game that nobody's ever going to say in their top favorite list for Pokemon games, Black and White. I love Black and White because it actually brought me back into playing Pokemon. Like it was, I had skipped Diamond Pearl and Platinum. I had barely played uh, Silver and Gold. I was big into uh, Red and Blue, and I had played the Heart. Uh, or the fire red and uh, leaf green, and then I had played heart gold and soul silver. But it was really uh, black and white that got me back into playing Pokemon again. And it was because um, X and Y was getting ready to come out. I had picked up both black and black two. Yeah. Well, I was what's it? No, no, you 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 got. Uh, or I got white, and then I got black two. You yeah, got black and, me and, and you white were reverse. Two. Yeah, we were reverse. <laughs> and then when it came to X and Y, I just got both of them. I was just like, screw it. But um, it was really black and white that brought me back into playing, and it was one of those things like it had nothing to do with the Pokemon. It had everything to do with that story, um, and I think because it was it, it was that two parter like thing going on where you actually like continued your own story i think black and white as a whole uh gets a bad rap that it doesn't deserve because uh like you were saying like it, the the story is amazing like it's the best evil team by far plasma plasma is the best evil team with the best motivations i think and it's just such a fun game and regardless of how you feel about some of the more interesting designed pokemon like the ice cream cone and the garbage bag it, it's like I think overall, like a lot of people just like never really gave it a chance, and it's there's some of the best Pokemon games ever. I'd put I'd put it actually right after Gen Four is is my favorite generation. I mean, who doesn't want to fight Peta on steroids? Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, what I was gonna what I was gonna jump in and say was that people kind of forgot that there have been inanimate objects in Pokemon since Gen 1. Like, everybody's Voltorbs. like... Voltorbs! Yeah. Voltorbs! Everybody's like, oh, you can't introduce a chandelier in an ice cream cone. Chandelier was the shit. Chandelier was chandelier the shit, first so of all. Chandelier is so cool. <laughs> so good. I love it. But Mike was actually... I, I have to give it to him. In the very beginning, I, I was one of those people. I was just like... F this chandelier piece of crap. And then Mike was kind of showing me sore, and he's just like, yo, you, you really, have to get on this you Pokemon. You really like. need to get on this chandelier craze. And I was just like, for real? And I finally catch one, raise it, going through everything, and I'm all like, I love this Pokemon. <laughs> and then you teach it overheat, and the game is yeah. over. <laughs> right? I still use a chandelier competitively, because I love it so much. <laughs> that, that that thing is sick. But what I kind of wanted to circle back around was, since we're kind of going through this discussion of, like, old to new and stuff like that, I don't know if it's just uh, a, a factor of age or if it's something legitimate in the game. Because when when I played the older generations or even the revamps of the older generations, I felt like I was drawn into it more. Whenever I was going through everything from start to finish to any kind of extra content, I was pretty much hooked through through everything. I grinded the hell out of my Pokemon even after I had defeated everything just to... No, the, grinding. Level grinding ass. Anthony, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I got these Pokemon all the way up just trying to get through everything, um, you know, after I'd beaten the game. 
just to have that perfect 100 team, but it, it kept me engaged. When I'm getting into stuff where it was like black and white, X and Y, uh, I kind of, once I got to the end game, I kind of lost a lot of interest. I, I didn't, I wasn't drawn in and it didn't hold my attention to get a lot of the side content um, and extra stuff like that. Well, definitely the post-game content for these games has taken a downturn over the past few generations. I mean, primarily started, starting with X and Y, I think, is when it got, like, really glaringly obvious. Because pretty much there's there's nothing to do in the post-game of X and Y except do, like, looker missions. Yeah, the, the detective. Yeah, the detective, sorry. And, um, and in Sun and Moon, it's like, catch all these Pokemon, have fun. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Once you get to those, uh, the well, Sun, Sun and Moon's end game was literally like go catch everything. Like you, you got the all the legendary birds could show up. You could get the legendary dogs. Those are aspects get... that I enjoy, though. Yeah, that, I mean that was that was cool stuff. You could, but there was like Sun and Moon was like get every legendary ever, and then come back here and then do it all again. <laughs> Well, I think the one thing that I appreciate about Pokemon games, especially what was introduced to X and Y, is I'm a huge sucker for create a character. And I think everybody, uh, not okay, all right, I can't say everybody. There's a large part of the fan base, you can shake your head all you want, John, it's true, that actually have always been wanting to create their own kind of trainer. They, I think it's, I think the creative, uh, create a character aspect when they did finally start doing it in like X and Y and, and Sun and Moon and stuff like that, I, I feel like, it, it was a small tease to where it wasn't good enough for me. Being able to, you know, it was it was less unique it, than the Fire Emblem created more, character. Yeah, <laughs> like it really was not unique enough, or it didn't draw me in to where I was just like, you know, what? I don't even care. Uh, I'm the, these changing outfits and stuff like that. Like th- this is not capturing me. I thought it was going to be better than that, um, and it, it, to me, I think it fell flat. Well, I mean, that's it's fair. I'm not going to sit here and say it was the best created player, but I mean the fact that we actually were given the chance to create our characters in the first place. And well, I think that was really more of a, a beta test, in a sense, to what we might be seeing in the future. That's kind of what Pokemon likes to do sometimes, is they kind of do these little, uh, little uh, soft uh, beta tests of certain aspects, and if they work, they expand on it later, and if it doesn't, hey, this never actually happened, guys. Uh, look over there. And that's exactly how we got Pokemon contests. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just putting that out there, Anthony. Oh, Lord. That's how we got Pokemon contests that stuck around for, what, three generations until we stopped paying any attention to that? No, people still no, really yeah. are into that. That's no, the reason I, why it's no. still around. It, and, but that that's a testament to Pokemon as a whole for things that they've put into the game and kept it around and said, hey, listen, you may not like this aspect. So it's not it's not necessarily a major uh, selling point or something like that, but there's going to be something else that is draw you into it. Which, again, I, I like Pokemon for that aspect. If you are someone who likes uh, to do something like that, that's cool. You have the option. Some of the stuff, no, it didn't draw me in. Yeah, no, and then that's, the, like I said, the beauty of it, what I was getting to is, like, the community engagement. Even from Fire, uh, or actually, I'm sorry, not even Fire, just Red and Blue, the original Pokemon games, you had the link cable system. So I think that was really cool how you're able to battle against your friends or even trade with your friends, even though it was kind of wonky. Or there was the, the kind of cheat, quote-unquote, that you had to where, oh, hey, go ahead and start the game, get this, uh, get this starter, trade it to me, restart your game over again, trade mm-hmm. me the next starter, so that's how you... The, before yellow, you're able XP to get boost. all three of the the starters. Plus, yes, the XP boost for XP trading. Boost. You gotta love that back in the day. <sighs> and you just see them expand on that further because then again, you have stuff like the contests and um, just uh, the um, what was it? The the secret uh, bases that you can uh, go to other friends. Secret I was about bases. to say secret Amana. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had the 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 street pass thing where you had the the street in black and white. The friend um, safari, I think, was actually a cool feature that they implemented. Oh, that was so annoying. <laughs> See, <laughs> you could only you could <laughs> only get certain Pokemon in X and Y from the friend safari, so you just had to accept random friend requests. Like Porygon was one of them. Porygon's one of my favorite Pokemon. A Porygon two specifically, oh, and I wanted a Porygon, yeah. and it took me forever to find one because of the friend safari. Like the concept behind it was fun. I broke my friend Safari because I went to a convention and left my my uh, DS in my pocket and left the street pass on the entire time and just picked up. I had like 999 friend notifications and I was just like, okay, 
Yeah. <laughs> just I had to sit on my DS for like the next three hours going through friend requests. Well, I was gonna say it, it's it's not that different than um when they started to initialize the uh, what's it called like Wonder Trade to where yeah. you didn't know what was gonna happen. Oh, I or love what Wonder you were Trade. Get. And then everyone in the very beginning was getting like. Pidgeys. <laughs> still, Why is it every still. single time I trade away a legendary, all I get is a Weedle. Yeah, exactly. But you got a shiny Weedle sometimes. <laughs> no, so Wonder Trade, I love it so much, but it's almost like like I have an addiction to a slot machine or something because I'll trade for like an hour and a half and all I'm getting is like Picky Pecks and <laughs> Rock Ruffs when I'm trading away. Well, see, what I did was I was trying to be nice. I bred my starter, like a crap ton. Mm-hmm. And I would I would take the good ones and I would trade them off. And that was what I would wonder trade with. And I'm just like, why do I keep getting Weedles from my wonder trades? I'm giving you starters. God damn it. <laughs> uh, well, I think that was what it was kind of originally intended was to basically get get the stuff where one, if you can't get it in your version and you don't have a friend that's immediately around the corner or so you don't have to pick up a second game or a second Game Boy just to trade, uh, you could do that. Um, but then people, you know, uh, let's put it this way. We live in a world of trolls. So therefore, <laughs> Weedle reigns supreme. And if you get a shiny one, that's just a really shiny troll. <laughs> like, that's what it comes down to. With one. No, I think Trubbish would be the, would be the bigger troll Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can get a Mega Beedrill. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's actually kind of useful. Oh, how did you feel, Ash? I, 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 for real, this is what I came down to. Um, how did you feel when they came out with Megas? Oh, I loved it. I thought the concept was really, really cool. Um, because it gave a chance for Pokemon like Beedrill or um, Absol or Pokemon like that that weren't great to get a little bit more of a chance to shine. And I, I love a lot of the designs. Some of them are real stupid. Um, <laughs> Steelix being the prime example I can think of in my head. I'm like, okay, so it's just more rocks. Okay. But for the most part, I really liked the the introduction of Megas. And I'm kind of sad that they don't really do them anymore. And that Sun and Moon kind of nicks the idea entirely. Oh, it, I, I think my whole thing is I, I'm, I have two different aspects of how I feel when it came down to Megas. Because I got my Mega Lucario. But at the same time, though, I'm very salty because where the hell is my next level Arcanine? I am... This is the one thing that I've been waiting for forever. Um, they haven't even given me a primal state for it. You had the fake art, too. Oh, like. man. <laughs> Just... They don't even have an Alolan form. They didn't even give me an alternative but they Alolan gave Vulpix form. an Alolan form. Right, but they don't give me with Arcanine for crap. And I'm all like, is it because you want, like... Give me a great lie. Tell me that because Arcanine is so perfect in the way that he's designed, that you're like, we don't want to do or have anything done to him. It's not like that. They're, they're lazy. They don't, I think they're really afraid. I think they're afraid of screwing it up because if they do with Arcanine, people are gonna be pissed. Mainly me. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt when they when Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire came out and they were like, Look at all these Gen 3 Pokemon that are getting mega evolutions. I'm like, okay, where's my Lodic? <laughs> where's my, where's my Mega Milotic? Come on, this right. is the perfect Pokemon to do this with. Yeah. I really was hoping that with the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon that we were going to get Megas into Sun and Moon. And I was really hoping for a Mega Alolan Executor. (laughs) A Mega Alolan Executor. (laughs) Anyways. The the dragon grass giant tree Just so you know, my brain hurts right now. Thank you, Mike. You've done it again. (laughs) My one fear, though, is I was actually afraid at one point they were going to come out with a Mega Snorlax. I'm like, no, you leave him alone. He's perfect as he is. And thankfully, it's not happened. Instead, he he got the Z-move. No, but it doesn't even matter. You at least had Munchlax. You had something else to the Pokemon to kind of... It's like um, how I compare it to is each Pokemon is like an RPG or a story or a character that you really get into. And that you want to see where the story kind of goes and develops such as that. Well, when you have Snorlax and you're like, this is a great story, this is a great character, I like having him. And then they give you Munchlax, it gives you a backstory to even follow him even more. With... with you know, Arcanine, it's just like, we have this really cool hound, you know, Growlithe, and I'm awesome with that, because you're, you're like, little pup, great. And then you have this badass pseudo-legendary Arcanine. 
but I want, I want more. You know what I mean? You always want more. Everyone has their their favorites, right? And they want to see their favorites expanded yeah. on. I think when Megas were first announced, everyone was like, okay, when's my favorite getting a Mega? And like yeah. my favorite Pokemon is Jolteon, so I knew that was never going to happen unless they decided to give all of the Evolutions um, Megas. But yeah, it's – yeah. No, I agree with you. It's kind of It's kind of interesting to see the – you know, there's always going to be more Jolteon stuff because Evolutions make a bu- bunch of money. So they'll always be making more Jolteon content for me. I'm waiting for them to finish all the Evolutions. Yeah, because... I will, where's my where's my Rock Eevee? I, no. I just want a yeah. Rock Eevee. That's all I want is Rock. That was the only thing. I knew that... Uh, I had a feeling, let me say that. We got just... Rock Rough. That was close enough for me. No, so no, I was kind of happy. I'm saying I have a... F- like, I always had that feeling that nothing uh, was going to really expand on... On the evolutions, because of the fact that they're basically trying to do one for every single typing, anyways, um, until they start to finally dual type, which would be amazing in its own. But um, the the only if you want to believe it, if you want to go into the lore of the game, technically we do have an evolution to them, being uh, uh, Suicune, uh, Raikou. three legendary hounds, yeah, Raikou and Entei. Um, Entei. So like. You have those in, in technicality. If you believe the legend or connect the legend enough, then those are the evolutions for for some of those. But just to go off what you were saying, Ash, about like everybody has a favorite. The funny thing is, the Snorlax is my favorite, partially because I can identify him. He's just a big fluffy teddy bear that just wants to sleep and eat all day. You know, I, I can I can relate. I know I know that feel. But that's why for me though, I, like I said, I never I never want to see a mega for Snorlax. Like I said, he's perfect the way he is. I do like his Z move, although uh, it's a little funny how like your character has to pull like a Sentai pose to get them to be able to do the attack. But then you kind of just see that ferocity kind of come out there. It's just like you say what jumps up, runs its hypersonic speed, and just like this jump into the air into the Giga Smash that you just feel is just gonna like. DBZ style destroy the planet. Yeah, right. What is it called? Pulverizing pancake or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Because so. you know, Pokemon loves alliteration sometimes. So who doesn't? Um, so Ash, you said you play, uh, or well, you get into stuff where competitive, correct? Yeah, I've been playing competitively since the tail end of Black and White. Um, okay. but I mostly got into it with X and Y. Do you stick to the meta or do you have like uh, a specific team that you try to run with and really make work? A uh, little mix of both, actually. I do the, the for the comp- people who are familiar with competitive stuff, I, I mostly do Smogon, which is kind of the fan run, really popular community. And that's all single battles. Um, I'm getting into like the official Nintendo format, the VGC battles, but those are doubles and I'm not, I'm not super good at those. Um, but my favorite thing to do is kind of just take stuff. Like, one of my favorite Pokemon is Chatot, but it's terrible. And it's like, try to... <laughs> and Jolteon's not that great either. So my favorite thing to, to do is to take a lot of these different kind of, quote-unquote, weaker Pokemon and try to make them work on a team. I was going to say, I, I thought I heard some... Chatot, right? Uh, yes. I, I remember hearing something, I think, in the earlier... Maybe something last year where a lot of people were using him because it was almost the equivalent of doing... Uh, the new style, like, baton toss. The baton, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I heard that definitely some people were developing stuff to to really break the bank when it came down to that. There's a, bu- there's a bunch of different things. It's a pretty, actually, it's a pretty versatile Pokemon. There's a bunch of different things right. you can run on it, surprisingly, which you wouldn't think just looking at it. I think that's really cool, too, how you kind of create a team, even when you're playing competitive, that you just try and use that doesn't necessarily stick to the meta that everybody else does. I think that's kind of, that's the one issue I think I have when it comes to competitive or just about any kind of game that has competitive, is when you break it down to the meta, and especially when a lot of people stick solely to the meta, you don't really see a lot of unique teams. You really don't see, to me, personally, it kind of feels like it sucks out some of the joy. And the point of it. Yeah, well, the, the, the current meta, you see the same variate, you see the same, like, three different variations of a team, just because that's what's every, what everybody else is using. And that's actually why I started getting into competitive battling, is because I was just on the battle spot and I saw everybody and their mom had a talent flame. And uh, <laughs> Lucario and all this other stuff, or Greninja, that was a big thing back in X and Y days, still is, actually. Um, and I was like, there's gotta be a way to, like, get around this. And use Pokemon that I actually like using. 
uh, as opposed, it's opposed to just like the boring kind of standard set of stuff. I like all those Pokemon. It's just you know after you see them fifty times, it gets kind of annoying. So actually, um, let's go ahead. and I'm going to pose this question this way, and this is also for all, all the listeners at home. If you could create a team of six Pokemon, uh, if let's say you're a real life trainer, what six Pokemon would you pick? And we'll go ahead and we'll start off with you, Ash. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'd have to put Jolteon on there, um, just because it's my favorite Pokemon. Um, I'd probably go Milotic. I'm trying to think of how to make this somewhat balanced. Uh, Dawnfan, probably Infernape, and I would, pr- I'd, I'd probably throw a Snorlax on there too. I like putting a Snorlax on a team. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one more, don't I? Um, this is hard. Probably a Garchomp. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, that speed and attack is is pretty good, especially yeah. when it goes Mega. It's like the the thing that's worth mo- going Mega on your team. Yeah, no, it's Mega Garchomp isn't even fair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that's the point, though. Is that, like someone throws out a Mega, it's just like no, 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 we're only one Mega, only one Mega. It's gonna be your Garchomp, bro. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. It's gonna be Garchomp. I gee, I haven't played Pokemon actually, to tell you the truth, in a little while. Um, since like last year, but uh, I have to go with a lot of the old school stuff. Uh, when I played, uh, and there's still some of my favorites. Um, I ran stuff where it was like Arcanine, because he was my favorite. Um, uh, amazingly enough, you're going to see that a lot of these are kind of close to Blue's team as well, because he was my favorite character in the game, and I thought he was kind of, uh, shafted for the storyline, because, you know, screw Red. (laughs) Well, he he was also a jerk. Smell you later. That's Gary! (laughs) You jerk! Not the same! Not the same! They may look the same, but they're not the same. (laughs) Exactly! Do not! Confuse oh, I, I do. I just do this okay. to get under his skin. Sometimes. Oh my gosh, I hate you. <laughs> um, it, I, see, the funny enough though is I, I actually really I used to always use Jolteon as well. Uh, so I, I was probably using uh, an Arcanine, uh, Jolteon, uh, Gyarados. One of my f- uh, I, I liked Umbreon um, as that like darker psychic type. Um, when, you know, most people kind of use that glass cannon one, but him being tanky is great. Um, jeez, I'm trying to remember. That was, uh, Arcanine, Gyarados, Jolteon, Umbreon. Oh, man. You still got two more, buddy. <laughs> I know. Um, I want to say I, I always played, um, an Executor, because I, I kind of wanted to have the grass, but I might as well go with something that's... Not uh, grass and poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind <laughs> Not of horrible. Uh huh. Um, and then I think I rounded it off with using an aerodactyl for uh, flying, yeah, flying that, and rock. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's kind of where I went. I like having bite and like. I forgot if back in the day he could actually use Stone Edge or not, but I remember obviously having you know a little bit of stuff for rock moves. Well, Stone Age was a Gen 2 or 3 move. Right. believe it was Gen 3. I could be wrong on that, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. I believe it was Gen 3. Like I said, I don't <laughs> remember if he first came out with it or if I had to use it when the only The only offensive iterations. rock move in Gen 1 was uh, Rock Throw. Right, maybe. And then Fissure was an Earth Attack, but it was one-hit KO and never hit anything. Right. <laughs> well, what about you, Mike? All right, this is going to sound really weird because I have this thing. We already know you're going to say Snorlax, so quiet down, Anthony. I I have have this thing. Snorlax, 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 Snorlax. No, my team is more diverse than that, but yes, No, it isn't. It's Ash's team. You're going to say Pikachu. You're going to say Snorlax. You're going to say Venusaur. You're going to say Charizard. You're going to (laughs) say... I am not. (laughs) And if it's not Pikachu, then it's Electabuzz. All right, all right. Calm, calm down on jumping on him for a second. Ah. So my team is, as I like to do it, I like to do well-rounded, where I have like almost every type matchup, um, or at least the most amount of types you can get with six Pokemon, so 12 types. Electric Bug, Galvantula. I still to this day love Dodrio for flying and normal. I use Empoleon for water and steel. Yeah. Fire and Ghost, Chandelure. <laughs> Psychic and Grass, uh, Executor as well. I, I actually really do like the Dragon Grass, though, for the Alolan Executor, so that's kind of like a switch-off, one, right. one or the other. Um, 
And then I always try to do a dark type, and I'm trying to remember the one that I always end up using. Um, oh, Dark Dragon, uh, the uh, Hydrogen. Okay. Oh, that's a great pick. <laughs> yeah. That actually, so when it comes to my team, funny enough, with the Hydrogen, uh, that was before Gudra came out. Because my team of always, I just kind of stuck to the same team throughout all the generations, maybe swapping out something new every now and then as I saw fit. Uh, but it, the current iteration of my team uh, swapped out Hydragon for uh, Gudra. Because Gudra, when played a certain way, can be a lot of fun and very annoying for the person that you're going against. Not to mention, it, it's just it's an adorable squishy dragon. Of course, yes, alright, alright John, there is a Snorlax. Obviously, there's going to be a Snorlax. Yeah. He's one of the most versatile, normal-type Pokemon can learn just about any move that is out there. And I would still campaign, goddammit, to make him a pseudo-legendary, just for how good he is as a Pokemon. He's too lazy. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't. He'd have to petition that title, and he's not going to do it. <laughs> That's why I'm doing it for him. Uh, Blastoise, for my water-type. Uh, Skeptile, for <laughs> what... What? I was just saying, he's at least two for six at this point. Two for six, but you know what? The funny thing is, is his team he's referring to is actually not Ash's team, it's Red's team. Well, it's the same thing. Okay, well then Gary, <laughs> then by the logic, Gary and Blue is the same thing. And you, won't, you will not give that The, the difference is, is Blue and uh, Gary kind of had different teams throughout most of the iteration. Yeah. But, um, um, Skeptile, for my, my grass type. Ash and Red didn't. Yeah, Electivire. Uh, is actually my electric type. I still call it Electabuzz one way or the other. Nah. And then, uh. It's a form of him! Get off me! <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and then, of course, it, Infernape. Uh, for actually, for my fire and hey. fighting type. That, that's All the right. team I'd go yeah, with. Yeah, Wukong. I get it. Um, I do have, I do have one Pokemon that I have to throw on there just because he's been one of my favorite Pokemon from the get go, and everybody always gives me weird looks when I say this. Yes. Freaking Crobat. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The speed. The, that's the, why. He's, he's so fast. He's so fast. They're always a speed. And cross point was one of the the, the best, that, or cross poison was like one of the best moves ever introduced in later generations. Hey, I, I look at it this way: everyone has their own team. Everyone likes their Pokemon from like different generations and everything like that. I, I, I'm a little bit of an old school guy. Whatever, that's fine. Get off me. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Too, I don't really play um, anything that is super competitive. Uh, there was a point in time where um, I, I did play a little bit of competitive stuff, but that was all the way back in um, the red and blue, gold and silver phase before, you know, that Gen 1, Gen 2. I would go to a local mall and uh, play out with that. And there, I had some success, I had some failures, but it wasn't like the tournaments of uh, nowadays or anything like that. So that that's that was kind of the the real big thing. Yeah, the system the system is totally different. How you breed, how you battle, EV training, IV breed, like it's it's a whole it's a whole thing that's just incredibly complicated and time consuming these days. And I understand why people don't want to get into it. You know, that's why I just go on Pokemon Showdown and test out teams. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, but with that being said, then you have to look at we're talking about the evolution. Ah. Uh... Of Pokemon, what? Um, we're, we're both getting slapped. <laughs> yeah, I, I love puns. You guys, you guys can eat it. But the evolution of Pokemon as a franchise, we we have Pokemon Go, and I mean that I would say has brought back a huge resurgence uh, and actually just growth of Pokemon as a series because it brought a lot of people who really didn't know much or even care about Pokemon and made it you know casual enough and accessible enough to where it created this just huge boom in players. That and I've never seen a bigger traffic jam from people walking around <laughs> in the day after Pokemon Go released. Yeah, uh, that that whole summer of like Pokemon Go coming out, uh, everyone walking around. I was just like, man, traffic sucks. <laughs> there, there was some like weird statistic for that summer that there was like something like a thousand pounds lost communally in each state. <laughs> Well, here in Florida, uh, we, we all sweat to death from the heat, which so. is hilarious because Alejandro and I willingly decided to sweat to death because that's probably the most the most often we've ever been to a park, probably in our lives. Yes, like, day after day, me, me and John <laughs> kept going to Okehele just to play. Okehele <laughs> yeah, was the greatest. Like, I, I, the real thing, and the best part is like the park rangers were probably like thanking their lucky stars, like. This is the most amount of people we've ever seen come to our park ever in our life. Yeah. 
But uh, when you got into uh, Pokemon Go, Ash, did you see any kind of like, uh, I know you've said um, off cast that, you know, you kind of live off the grid in a sense. So, you know, a li- little bit further, you're, you don't really live around too much stuff. But what did you get to experience while you were kind of playing through uh, Pokemon Go? Well, at that time, I worked in the city. So I would commute on uh, on the train from where I lived to to my job and it was insane everybody was playing pokemon go all of my friends were playing it um uh, me my brother-in-law and my sister uh, my sister were playing it a lot we would go on like little pokemon go excursions actually they got engaged playing pokemon go because my sister was trying to find a pikachu for like a month and a half and because she loves pikachu and uh, she could never catch one, so he was uh, he was messing or he was messing with her, and he was like, "Hey, there's a Pikachu over there. There's a Pikachu over there," and she was like, "No, no, there's not." And then she walked over there, and there was like a little stuffed Pikachu, and then he proposed to her over there. And he so what? so it, it's been it's been this huge it's been this huge thing in my family. We've played it consistently for about two years. My dad plays it. Um, my sister and my brother-in-law play it. My grandma even played it at one point. We just all really got into it. And so it's been this great way for us to kind of, like, hang out as a family. Um, and we, we, also, we all still play it to this day and have a great – and it's, 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 fun, it's really good. Like, now it's at the point where it's, like, it finally feels like what it was supposed to be when it launched. Right. I know we had uh, kind of spoken about that beforehand. I, I personally, and Anthony, you, you did too, uh, well, all three of us, we got out of that phase where I think it was just before like Legendaries and stuff like that released, Anthony? Right? Uh, yeah, but I think the only reason why I stopped playing is only because of the fact that Ninetech broke their game. And then, for me, it's like... Niantic? Niantic, yes. <laughs> nine tech? Nine tech. I'm tech sorry, nine. Tech Nine. Yes, yeah. that's why it's... That's stuck on my brain there for a moment. Tech Nine? Nine yeah. tech. Uh, when they kind of broke their game and they didn't really offer a real solution on how to fix it. They're just like, okay, after a while, it was just, okay, instead of random encounters, we're just going to throw them on Pokestops. And for where I, I'm, I was living at the time, there wasn't really a whole lot of Pokestops around. And even where I was working, there was maybe like one or two, and it was like way off into the distance. So it kind of took away a lot of the fun and the adventure and really what made the Pokemon game at first. So that's why, Ash, when you you mentioned the fact that they'd fixed that and they kind of brought it back to the way it kind of should be with like the raids and the legendaries and just being able to now trade and make friends with people and a lot of that. Uh, it's almost enough to kind of get me back into the game if I had a better phone to do so. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I literally kept it installed on my phone up until probably about three months ago when the amount of baby pictures I have has literally taken over, over the storage phone, yeah. on my phone. Uh, well, you get her to play it, and then she can catch all the Pokemon for yeah. you because she's going to mess with it anyway. Yeah, she steals my phone anyways. That's why my phone's always at like 2% battery life yeah. at this point. But, Ash, I was going to say, actually, when, when you kind of let us know about the, the state of Pokemon Go uh, before we started the cast... I was I was the same as Anthony. I was just like, wow, this actually makes me kind of want to get back into it and do one of the things that I used to do, which is I used to go downtown to to do all my my Pokemon catching and kind of get in everything and do eggs. Um, and I would sit on a trolley and just kind of ride around the trolley for a little while <laughs> because the trolley was going just slow enough to make sure that I got my steps in and I could catch all of them along the way. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. It was really good. And I didn't need the Roomba trick like some of the cheaters out there. <laughs> Actually, and what's funny too is uh, I, on my own personal channel a long time ago, did a Pokemon myth, uh, Pokemon Go Mythbusters for the fan trick. Yeah, and it actually it does work. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's like how it clocks it. It's like a foot every five seconds or yeah, something. Like you that. you have to move. You have to put your fan on the lowest settings, tape it on there, which is dangerous. I've actually had one outtake where it like launched and nearly like whacked me in the head. Yeah. We can only hope. So, Ash, you got to let us know, though. Um, it, it, are there any good Pokemon cheats now? Like, are, are people breaking the game still? Like, what? what no. How can we rapidly get back into Go? <laughs> and you know, this little effort is possible. Yeah. Um, well, the the short answer is no. There's not because Niantic has been surprisingly good about like getting on top of that stuff. Every like cheat system that was around when the game launched has been patched and fixed. The fan thing doesn't work anymore. Um because it's not based on like cuz they realized what people were doing. So it's based on your GPS location now. So you actually have to go walk. Um <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not super into that side of things, so I'm not sure if there's any currently any cheats or anything like that. 
But yeah, no, every five it's... minutes, just throw your phone across the room. Yeah, yeah. But what they have done—they've had—they have done—is make the game a lot more fun because now there is this thing called raid battles where you get the chance to capture legendary Pokemon and you can go with your friends and battle Pokemon there. There's there they've like kind of made the gym system a little bit more robust. Um, there's a friend system, which is a more recent addition, so that you can actually you can get people on your friends list and send them gifts. So it's like essentially just stopping at a pokey stop. You get a you like can send people gifts if you if they have your friend code, which is really great for me because I have a podcast and I put out my friend code uh, on the podcast. And now there's a bunch of listeners who are giving me gifts, so I never have to stop at another pokey stop ever again. Hypothetically, <laughs> <laughs> they've introduced Alolan. There's form. the cheat system. No, <laughs> they, that's that's it. Yeah. Uh, they've introduced uh, Alolan forms now. Those you actually get through gifts. Um, people will send you gifts, and then one of them can be this special egg that'll hatch an Alolan Pokemon. It's just it's just a lot better now. Well, that, that's really good to hear, though. Cre- credit where credit is due, I think Niantic has taken what people complained about um, in the first like first couple of months ago, like servers constantly down, taking away the nearby system and going, okay, we're listening to you, we're going to fix this, and they've actually, they've done it, and it's really great. Yeah. I heard a lot of good things about the most recent Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah, yeah, my um, my uncles were actually there, and they had a great time. The first one was a complete disaster. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they always are the first one. Like, yeah. I mean, even when it comes to the initial issues, though, I couldn't fault them too much, because... I mean, this Pokemon Go was a very ambitious project to begin with. And, I mean, you look at AAA titles that are coming out from established game uh, publishers that when they first release, they have server issues. Mass so, Effect. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly my point. So, to see this game, Pokemon Go, have server issues from the beginning is not even something I would even fault them for because uh, it, it was going to happen. Everybody was going to get on top of that. We all kind of knew before it released... This is going to be huge. I, right. I, and I think, buggy as hell. We all knew it was going to be buggy well, as hell. Like anything else, <laughs> if I think what happened is, uh, you know, if, if you were a diehard Pokemon fan, um, then you kind of weathered through a lot of it, or at least you weathered through uh, as much as you could for a long period of it before certain things came out. Um, it does sound promising enough to where I probably will, I, I might pick it up. I mean, I'm now having the same problem as why I was late to getting into it in the first place. Phone's a little bit buggier than when it was when it first came and, you know, dealing with those issues. But I have a very big question for you, and this goes out to everyone here. Listeners, please let me know back at home. Um, what side, if you played Pokemon Go, what side ultimately did you join? When you started out on your Pokemon Go adventure, um, I picked Instinct. Um, <laughs> I knew it. I told you. I told you. I told That's you. why people give you shit. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, listen. I like electric types. Uh huh. That's all. That's all I needed. And everybody was picking Mystic or Valor. So I was like, no, I'm going I'm going against the grain here. I'm picking Instinct. Well, everyone was choosing Mystic because that was the right choice. And then <laughs> everyone else would go Valor who, you know, were completely wrong. <laughs> so gee, I wonder what team uh, John picked. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Mystic hardcore. Mess with me. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> Come at me. The one, the one thing I think is funny about the fact that you have these Pokemon houses, I mean, I'm sorry, teams, is the parallels it kind of runs to, oh, to Harry Potter. It's true though. Cause the funny thing is, is Mystics runs parallel kind of to the personality of Ravenclaw. Instinct, Hufflepuff. And also with Valor, you have, uh, Gryffindor. It's funny cause they just, I guess, decided to tell, you know, Slytherin to kick rocks. Which is why I'm surprised the team I went with was actually the right team, Valor. The and wrong team. The very, very wrong team. Very wrong team. And, uh, funny, but I'm actually surprised because I was kind of leaning towards instinct and being a Hufflepuff. I'm surprised I didn't actually go with that team instead. See, they could, they could now introduce a fourth team and just use the ho-ho image. And I think that team would then be the Hufflepuff team. The good thing about it is, when I picked Instinct, I was like, okay, nobody else is going to pick Instinct. There's been, like, trash talk on Twitter and all that stuff. And then I found out my brother-in-law and my sister picked Instinct as well. So we've, like, 
formed a little club uh, almost, and we get made fun of at every family gathering for being instinct. That's what Still, I hear about from day. a lot of instinct people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had, we, well, me and John had like seven different friends that were all, we knew beforehand, like, this is coming out. We know there's going to be three houses. You're going mystic, right? I, I forced <laughs> I forced certain friends to go mystic. When, when they were like, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to play Go. And I'm going to go into this. And I was just like, well, you know you want to do Mystic, right? You want to go Team Blue. Like, it's it's all the way. And they're like, but you're not even playing yet. And I was just like, yeah, 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 I know. You're going blue. You're going to go blue. <laughs> you're going to go blue. We, we, like, turned that into, the, like, the mob movement. Yeah, like, exactly. You need to go blue. I came up to my friends, put my hand on their shoulder, and said, you're going blue. <laughs> I'm going to make you an offer you That's can't That's all I'm going to tell you. Exactly. All I'm going to tell you this is everyone has a choice in life, but when you make the real one, you go blue or else. And then I'd walk away. And then they chose blue. I don't know what happened. They chose <laughs> <to remember> that. <laughs> which, which actually led to a house divided because Alejandra ended up picking blue. <laughs> this is why I love your wife and not you. Yeah. <laughs> it's why me and her are close friends and you're just an acquaintance. Uh-huh. <laughs> You see how the game is still so divisive now. <laughs> it's great. But uh the expansion now they're they're getting even further with Go with um Gen 2 and um We're about to get we're about to get Gen 4. Oh wow, Gen 4 is actually going to be in Go? Yeah, Gen 4 is coming up on Go, yeah. We've had Gen 3 for a while. But um even even based off that, I think uh I now get what John was going for is just because of how popular Go has been and how influential it's been. I mean, we're now getting Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, you know, Let's Go Eevee, which even we we still only have so much to go off of from what we've seen, but what's been told to us so far is it's going to be Practically a remake of Red and Blue, but for the Switch. And, and it's actually using the starting Pokemons for Red and Blue. <laughs> yeah, that from the manga, from, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, it was Pikachu and then Eevee for Blue. Yes. that It makes it like more grounded into the actual lore. It, exactly, but they've also implemented certain things that a lot of people really enjoyed, such as the fact that, like, uh, John, I was telling you, you can actually take your favorite Pokemon and you can have it walk with you out of the ball. Yes, yeah. yellow version. Yeah. Well, you can also ride certain Pokemon. Bringing that back from Heart Gold Soul Silver, yeah, yeah, exactly. See? So that's what I'm saying. It's nice to see them bring some of this stuff back. Uh, and then the one thing, though, I'm not sure how I feel about it. The battle system looks like it's the same as we've seen, and this is kind of, uh, in a sense, the first time we're getting a real console version of the Pokemon games. But the capture system is going to be almost entirely Pokemon Go. It is. Seen. It is all wild. All wild Pokemon interaction is the the Go system, where it's literally you just use the the Switch controller to throw a ball, and it has the good, great, and uh, perfect like landing the thing, and you yes. can even do curve balls and stuff. Um, increase your rate of to increase your your rate of capture, and then the uh, gym battles. Where you actually fight other trainers and stuff will actually be battles. Yeah, no, the battle system is the same as the classic games. I'm, I'm glad they kept that this versus is, the tapping away for attacks. This is all more the reason for me to, you know, get a uh, switch. switch. Yes, yeah. this and Octopath Traveler are the main reasons why I'm getting a switch. Well, Breath of Wild, this Octopath, like that. That's right now, hands down, the games. If I if I throw down the money right now for Switch, those are the games that I'm getting. Um, I forget. Ash, do you actually have a Switch? No, I don't. I missed Doing it out wrong, on... that's why your instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I, missed out, oh, I missed out on it at launch, and it took forever for them to get restocked where I'm at, um, and then yeah. it just yeah. slipped through the cracks. I'll I probably get one right before Let's Go comes out. That's what I was going to say, is your, uh, whether or not you're going to get one for, you know, the new Pokemon, but I kind of already knew the answer. <laughs> It's pretty much what's going to be pushing a lot of us to, I think, get the Switch. If yeah. We haven't already decided the on it already. The Switch at this point is my birthday and Christmas gift to myself. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what... So my, my birthday is three days after Christmas. I think I'm just going to be like to my family like, hey, this is all I want. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Do you yeah. remember those back in the day when you were just like, listen, I don't care. It, like, all I want for Christmas is give me... This is why it's good games. to be like a November and December, or like November, December, January baby, because then you just lump it together and be like, I just want one big thing. <laughs> Give me the one big thing that I want, and I will be happy. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. 
you go. Uh, but what what are your thoughts on uh, Let's Go Pikachu, uh, Let's Go Eevee? Like, how, how do you feel about what you've seen? Um, I'm I'm really excited. So I'm a big fan of the spinoff games, um, which I know not a lot of people are, and that's totally fair. I love the Mystery Dungeon games. I love the Ranger games. And treating this as I a like spinoff Stadium. game... Oh, yeah, Stadium's really cool. Uh, treating this as a spinoff game, um, I think, is the... The, the mindset, you, ha- you kind of have to go uh, in with it because it, it bothers me that there's not, uh, like, a uh, battling wild Pokemon thing. Um, that it's j- Because I suck at throwing Pokeballs and go. So, like, I feel like that's going to translate <laughs> to the Switch version. Um, <laughs> I'm just terrible at it. I've never successfully thrown a curveball. But I'm, it's I'm really... It's all about that wind-up. It's all about that wind-up. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, s- to see it. There's a part of me that's, like really another gen one remake like <laughs> like i like i understand it because I, I realize that a lot of people's nostalgia comes from gen one um and that's who they're kind of like marketing it to the more casual pokemon fan but there's a part of me that's like well why why is it just gen one you know we've we've already gotten gotten a gen one remake um i'm still holding out for that for the Sinnoh remakes but i am excited i'm gonna play it of course because i played pretty much every pokemon game but yeah, I'm excited. The battling system does bother me. I'm glad that the the trainer battles are still like actual Pokemon battles because that's what I was concerned the most about. But yeah, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be fun as long as like you don't go in expecting it to be a main series game. Now, do you think based on how successful this is gonna be, uh, do you think they're gonna continue on with console based Pokemon games in this style? Because I know yeah. they still said they are gonna do the 3DS uh, Pokemon. They they did that because a lot of people were afraid. But do you think they're going to kind of do a little bit of both? Um, I think it's going to I think it's going to migrate fully over to the Switch, and I think we're going to see more games like Let's Go aimed for the more casual audience. Um, or we'll get like a patch or DLC that'll be here's the Gen Two expansion, here's the Gen Three expansion, or something like that. Uh, yeah, but I think for the I think for the most part it's staying on Switch for the foreseeable future until the Switch is no longer a thing. And I'm actually happy about that. The fact that I can the thing that excites me the most about Go is that I can play it with my friends. Like, Pokemon has always been, like, a like a solitary experience for me. Like, because you can't... There's not really multiplayer other than battles. Um, so the fact that you can have two people go on a Pokemon adventure together is really cool. Yeah, that's definitely a good point on that. It's a feature that I saw that really got me excited as well. Because now, exactly what you said, you can go ahead and play with a lot of your friends. And they can actually help you catch the Pokemon. So, like you mentioned... If you're not great at throwing the ball, well, somebody else can go ahead and help you, and you might still be able to catch it anyways. <laughs> I know it's kind of like going away from uh, what we were saying before, but it's a really cool aspect because guess what? Now when you are going on that adventure, you're, you can actually have your team battles. You can have like you and your buddy versus someone. Do the 2v2s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They actually uh, introduced that into um, X and Y with something called multi-battles, which is right. 2v2 battles. And that was so much fun, because I had a bunch of friends who played Pokemon at the time. Um, and that's so much fun. And just the idea of being able to, like I said, go through into a Pokemon adventure with somebody. Like, I'll probably be playing with my sister, because she's terrible at Pokemon games. Um, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited about that. I, I picture the whole thing, like, very reminiscent of um, kind of, you you and there would be three other people so you your partner and then two other people kind of reenacting almost like a Yu-Gi-Oh scene <laughs> like you feel like because the 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 switch is in your hand that you feel like you're playing on this plane of uh dual monsters you know what i mean like you just have the dual disc attached to your arm but this time you have a switch right there and what if i took a dual disc and put a switch on it are you going to stop me mike <laughs> i don't think you could stop me on this when are we getting Yu-Gi-Oh go <laughs> <laughs> I could just see it now. You're in the middle of the battle. You're losing, and then just somebody go. Uh, Mike shouts out, "You gotta believe the the heart of the balls." <laughs> oh, let's not talk about the heart of the balls, okay? I'm sending you to the shadow realm. <laughs> oh god. All right. So on another topic, can we just discuss like favorite offshoot game now? <laughs> Can we bring that up? Can we? Please? Sure, sure. I mean, uh, are we talking about legitimate? Options yeah, legitimate. Or? I wanted to bring up the the, the non legitimate games afterwards. <laughs> Snap, Pokemon Snap. No. Honestly, I like Stadium. Oh, if that's an option, then yeah, I would have to say Coliseum then again because it just expands on the already existing Pokemon Stadium. Uh, you kind of have that theme park thing that you could do, and because Creative Player again, I'm a sucker for Creative Player. That had a good creative player as opposed to what we got from XY. There you go. But, there you go. 
Ash, what about you? Ooh, um... Oh gosh, this is hard. Uh, my gut is telling me Pokemon Ranger Shadows of Almia, which is the second the second one in the Ranger series. I totally thought you were going to go Pokemon Pinball. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for me, I have to actually go with uh, an old GameCube game, the uh, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Oh my god, how did, so how did I know you were going to pick that? <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know why, but I liked having both Eevee evolution, like Espeon and Umbreon, and just like going through and like freeing the like captured Pokemon of people like from Team Rocket and stuff, or the dark Pokemon. Yeah, I know. It felt like, uh, I felt like I was Team Rocket quest. at that point. Like I was stealing Pokemon for people. It felt cool. Oh god, nice, nice. I was stealing Pokemon, but it's the good guy. <laughs> but then. Releasing, releasing. But now, fan game. Favorite favorite fan game, you said. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot of them. I've played. I've played a fair amount. I've won- my gut instinct is telling me Pokemon Sweet, which is like a world where all the Pokemon are candies and cakes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun one. See, I, I think I only got it. I, I I don't remember if it was exactly off that or if I played like a, a demo of it, but you know that uh, one where it was like looking really good. It was called like Pokemon Nuclear or something like that. Uranium. 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 That's actually yeah. the one I was gonna say. Yeah, because I haven't played many of the fan based games, but Uranium really caught my attention, uh, especially with the addition of the ty- types. Also, being Fallout fan, in fact, yeah. they had the the radiation type. I was like, yeah, I gotta give this a shot. And it was actually it was very ambitious. It was still. Uh, uh, quite a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah, that was also, I think, one of the longer ones. Yes, um, I I know I'd never finished it or anything like that. That's why I think I only played like maybe a demo or some. I mean, like, I, I touched upon time. Uranium. I I didn't really go full into it because I knew it was a really long game and I didn't have sixty plus hours to dedicate to. Well, that and time. I think that they put that st- you know stopping the sea sorter on it, so I don't think a lot of people got to play a lot of it for yeah. very long. Uh, I got the full version before they did that. Oh, yeah, I mean, the one that I had, the one that I was going to say for this though is uh, Pokemon Fusion. Um, they did essentially red and blue remade, but with it, it's like Giovanni creates the fusion thing for. Um, the DNA splicers yeah. before we get to the DNA splicers later on um, and releases them into the Kanto region. So all the Pokemon have started to fuse like you can find a, a Digitat, which is a, or a Pidgeotat, <laughs> Rattata and Pidgey. And it's just like you have Pidgey's body with Rattata's face. It's so weird. <laughs> so <laughs> with that, with that being said, I actually have probably one more question before we we kind of roll everything out. Um, and I know we've talked about teams, and I, I know we've kind of covered a little bit about like favorites uh, uh, all over. So we we kind of all know what what number one favorite and stuff like that is. But I, I think we should end this legendary conversation with a a <laughs> a. Uh, you know, asking what is, and please, audience, listen out there as well, list down, who was your favorite legendary out of all the gems? Oh, damn, so you threw me off. Here I'm thinking you're going to say who was your favorite, like, uh, evil organization you faced off against. Well, we... You suck. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> let's do legendary. Let's yeah, just, yeah. Let's legendary is fine. Legendary is fine. Because we know, you know, Team Rocket all the way. No, <laughs> I'm actually going to say Rainbow Rocket, so I guess that still counts. Yeah, yeah. well, we hey, know, yeah. what was it? Yeah. Uh, so, Ash, why don't you start us off? What, what was your favorite legendary over all the gens? Oh, that's so hard. Um, uh, Lugia. Lugia, okay. 2000 is my favorite My favorite movie, so. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> makes sense. Um, oh my god. Who even counts as legendary anymore? <laughs> well, because well, uh, like, there's mythical uh, and then there's yeah. legendary now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm just going to go with Dark Rye because it's the only one that I can think of that isn't Mewtwo. Okay. <laughs> Man, or a bird. That, that, or an Entei. That, that is kind of a, a, a tough question. See? I, I almost kind of want to say, um, damn, Grodon. Or Groudon. Or however it's pronounced. Groudon. Groudon. Groudon, yes. Okay. Well, I'll go super cheap because it's true. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Mewtwo. I mean, uh, I, I, somebody I, had to do it. I had to. I do almost it. said Mew, so yeah. that would have been funny. Yeah, what the hell? 
I really like Mew too. Not Mew too. I like Mew as well. Hey, yeah. hey, hey! <laughs> I just didn't want to be like pigeonholed into the, the first gen as John's been trying this entire cast. I went with Darkrai <laughs> only because it's the last animated movie that I remember watching, like all the way through. <laughs> well, I look at this Mew. Mew two has survived all throughout this time. He they gave him his two different uh, mega forms. He's been relevant even as something that's stat wise and combative wise uh, through all the gens. Like he has been, been in Smash staple. and yeah. also. Um, Pokin. Exactly. Like him, Luke and they, Mario. And they did him for the uh, the uh, the new anime. Yeah. Has been a woman now at this point? Voiced by a woman. There you go. <laughs> In a terrible movie. <laughs> but with that being said, I think we're actually going to roll out today. And Ash, um, I think we all want to really thank you for coming on the cast today. We really appreciate you coming on with us and kind of putting up with uh, our... Our um, antics. Yeah, thank you <laughs> yeah. so much for having me. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. So we want to also give you the chance right now uh, to let everyone know kind of what you're about. We, you know, we've slowly dropped the fact that you are on a podcast yourself. Uh, so we kind of want the audience to know who you are and where they can find you. So you can find me on not one, but three podcasts, because I'm insane. Um, it, so I host uh, the Safari Zone, which is a Pokemon um and in anything and everything Pokemon-related podcast, and I do that with my sister and my brother-in-law. And you can find us on Twitter at Safari Zone Pod. I also have two Star Wars shows, um, one called uh, The Skyhoppers Podcast, which is just a general Star Wars conversation show, and that's at SW Skyhoppers on Twitter. And I also host um, Starships, which is a, uh, a podcast all about romantic relationships in Star Wars. Uh, and you can find me, my, my personal Twitter is at AirSatsAsh. On Twitter, and I do a little bit of writing for um, ButWhyThoughPodcast.com. I write about superheroes, Pokemon, Star Wars, pretty much anything over there. Anything nerdy. Thank you very much. And again, uh, I think that's going to HM01 us out for today. Have a good uh, one. Why did you have to go with the pod? <laughs> I like it. I like yeah, it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're getting crumped into my dark side. <laughs> the dark side of the puns. Yeah, right? <laughs> so if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Also, if you're listening to this podcast one of our many different providers, such as Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and now even Spotify, be sure to check out our YouTube channels. We have a lot of great content on there as well. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of the other social media listed down below. And join us on our Discord channel so you can talk with the Ready Comics Roll crew and other rollers about Pokemon, tell us your team, or just tell us how bad Red sucks. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch for random live streams so you can get hydro pumped for when I play Pokemon Fusion. And don't forget if you'd like to see us grow to baton pass your way over to our Patreon to become a supporter today.